We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where you learn how to be a leader and not just a manager of a to-do list. I am your host, Jethro Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Your to-do list is a hungry monster that is never satisfied. For the last year and a half, I've helped principals get awards, get promoted, and find the time to do the work that really matters. I recently opened a new mastermind slot. Schedule a call with me and let's overcome the stressed and isolated principal position together. Go to the show notes for this episode at transformativeprincipal.org and click schedule a call with Jethro. This episode is brought to you by John Cat Educational, a leading independent publisher with six decades of experience supporting teachers and school leaders. Learn about research-based, easy-to-use professional development books for your entire faculty by visiting us.johncatbookshop.com. This podcast is one of the podcasts that I recorded at FETC earlier this year. If you would like to have me come out and speak at your conference or at your district, please go to jethrojones.com and you can connect with me there. Thanks so much. Enjoy this interview. Welcome to Transformative Principle. This is episode 326, and I'm very excited to have Adam Geller, who's the CEO of Edthena, here. And you may remember Edthena from a couple of weeks ago when I had Amanda Husa on, and she. this is the video recording platform that she uses for her school. So you've heard a little bit about it already, and if you don't remember that, you can go back to episode 320. And you can check that out. And Adam, thank you so much for being here and being part of Transformative Principle. My pleasure. And also, uh, you know, it's kind of fortuitous that we're here, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. So what happened is I went into a session because I care about video uh, recording of lessons and things like that. And Adam was the presenter. And in his little bio, it just said that he was an author because he also has a book that we'll talk about also, I'm sure. And as I was sitting in there, he pulled up Edthena. And this was just a couple days after I'd interviewed Amanda. And so I was like, oh my gosh, Athena! I know that program. One principal said that it was amazing. And so he was awestruck in the, <laughs> in the session. I was, I was. Everyone in the session thought it was a setup. Yeah, totally. And my only response to them was, 
does the smile on my face make this look like a setup? Like I am genuinely just as surprised as everyone else. Yeah, here. exactly. Just happened. And it was so funny because somebody even said, is that guy a plant? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's one of those things where it's great when you get to meet someone who's doing something that you appreciate. And I'm sure for you, it was great to meet someone who was excited about what you've put your life and soul into for the last absolutely nine years or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is our ninth academic year. Wow. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, every day we get up and we're building tools that help teachers be great, right? We help them analyze their teaching and reflect on where they are and where they want to go and, and how far they've come. And that's really important, I think, because, you know, the best way to have an impact on student achievement in classrooms is impact the teachers that are at the front of the classrooms. Uh, So we really believe in developing those tools that help teachers get better. Yeah, excellent. So we didn't talk a lot about Athena itself on um, that podcast uh, with Amanda. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about what Athena is, just to make sure that we have your vision of it so that as people are listening, they know what you would say if you were there. Sure. So when I first meet someone and they've never heard about anything that I do, you know, I'll say Athena is a video professional learning platform. Mm -hmm. Teachers can record themselves, upload the video and share it to somebody else who can give them timestamp feedback. So think play by play analysis, but videos of teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of the tip of the iceberg of what we do. And then from there, we build tools that help uh, schools and districts organize and scale the learning, get the data about the process to understand what changes teachers are making in their practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we have goal setting and tracking tools for teachers, portfolios, access to a library of videos. You know, there's a long list of things we do, but uh, you know, I really think of it as that kind yeah. of core collaborative interaction because uh, that's where the magic happens in our platform. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a it's a beautiful platform. It looks like it works very well. The short demo that I saw of it, which was not really like a demo of the software, but I could intuit what was going on there. Looks like it's really good stuff. And like we said, Amanda really liked it. And you can hear more about her at transformativeprincipal.org slash episode three. 20. So you also are the author of a book. Tell us a little bit about your book as well. Yeah. So published a book in 2017 called Evidence of Practice, Playbook for Video-Powered Professional Learning. And the idea was to bring together all of what we had been learning over at that point, I guess it would have been seven-ish academic mm-hmm. years from our partners at universities who are researchers, practitioners in schools and districts. And really try and kind of coalesce not just some of what the research says, but kind of the what are the people doing and mm-hmm. the people being the educators, right? Because right. a lot of folks, when when they talk to me about the idea of using video within professional learning, um, if they haven't thought about it a lot before, the reaction is like, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea, but what does it look like? You know, because there's a gap between like the idea of what something should be. I mean, think about any complex practice in a classroom, right? Like the idea of it may be simple, but the doing of it can be hard, the planning and the implementation. So the book is, it contains 12 strategies that are really implementation focused. That's why we called it a playbook. It actually has a play-by-play summary. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it kind of gives you the planning and execution steps for a variety of different things. And those range in complexity from doing a classroom tour to... Uh, what we call a skill building sequence to even bring online some of the other strategies that folks might be familiar with, like instructional rounds, but doing that with video. So we call Mm -hmm. that video rounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. So instructional rounds are super powerful and adding in the video component 
one of the things that I've done multiple times in my career is had teachers record themselves, review the video, and then share it with me after they used our observation framework on themselves in that video. And then we would discuss later how how that went, what they thought about it, and be able to allow them to not just be the participant who's being judged, but to be the observer who's who's judging and making recommendations. And what I found with that, I'm sure this is a total shock to you, is that they found things that I didn't that I didn't think were a big deal, that they thought were a big deal. They found things that they had already corrected by the time we met and said, okay, so I know I did this, and now what I do is this instead. And so the power in that is that my job becomes less about judging and more about coaching. Is that similar to the things that you found also? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you really hit it on the head there when you kind of described the teacher becoming an active participant Mm -hmm. in the observation process, right? That having that video really turns everything around. Uh, It's not you as the principal or you as the colleague coming back and trying to convince me, the teacher, of what you saw. Mm -hmm. We can sit down and have a conversation about what we are seeing in this video. Because that video doesn't have an opinion. It's not going to tell a lie. It doesn't like me or not like me. It just is. It's Mm -hmm. the facts of what happened. And sometimes there's some work to accept what you're seeing. But once you get to that place, then you have those really productive, meaningful, targeted, and personalized professional learning opportunities like the one you described where that teacher was in the driver's seat Mm -hmm. talking about what had already changed and identifying more areas and opportunities for growth. And by the way, I hope it was also an opportunity for that teacher to highlight where things are strong because that's Absolutely. the other thing that video can really do is, is bring to light for a teacher where they are strong. And I mean, I know for me, the, the moment that became really clear, I was, it was in the first year of Athena at the end of the first academic year. And I talked with a first year teacher who had been using the platform. And I asked him, you know, what was the impact of this on your first year of teaching? And um, he said that not only had it been, you know, a way for him to understand how he needed to keep changing and getting better and continually increasing effectiveness, but he was actually able to see how far he had come Mm -hmm. in that short period of time. And I just thought, wow, that's so valuable because so often we're thinking about the struggle of early career teachers Mm -hmm. and it is hard work. I mean, I know it having been there, right? It is hard work and you feel like you might be failing a lot of the days and to have that kind of impartial way of reflecting and being like, well, you know, let me, let me compare this to three months ago and being able to see like, wow, yeah, there's still some stuff to kind of keep hammering on here from my instructional practice, but wow, like my transition times are way better or my, my classroom management is way better or whatever it might be. Yeah. So one great story aligned with that is uh, we had a a teacher when I was at an elementary school who's a third grade teacher and she was ready to retire. And then we were adopting a new curriculum. And she said, you know what? I want to learn this new curriculum before I retire. So I'm going to stay one more year. And sometimes, you know, that's a, that's a, a double-edged sword, you know, okay, you may be staying longer, but you're ready to retire and you shouldn't be here anymore. But for her, she was like engaged and excited 
and totally buying into all the things we were doing with this new curriculum. And so she was able to see that growth in herself in just a year. And at the end of that year, she was very ready to retire, but she pushed all the way through to the end and did a great job. And so you could see someone who had already 29 years of experience, you know, still finding ways to improve and, and learn. And part of that was through doing the instructional rounds that we did and using video and, and she, she totally bought into that and, and could see things that nobody else could see because she knew what kind of teacher she was. And so she would, she would see herself like, for example, answering kids questions for them and was like, why am I doing that? That's not the kind of teacher I am. Why would I answer that kid's question for them? They need to be the one to answer. And she couldn't see that with us observing because, you know, that wasn't something that we were focused on. But because she had her own expectations for herself, she could then figure that out on on her own. And it became this really powerful thing for her to go out on a high note instead of, you know, go out before learning something new and being afraid of that thing. So, you know, it happens for new teachers like you were talking about and also for experienced teachers. John Cat Educational supports high-quality teaching and learning by providing publications that are research-based, practical, and focused on the key topics proven essential in today's and tomorrow's schools. Visit us.johncatbookshop.com to see the latest publications whose exciting ideas include Overcoming the extrovert ideal in our schools, creating bottom-up transformation that promotes buy-in from all educators, and improving formal and informal continuous learning opportunities for teachers. These books, used by educators of all roles across North America and worldwide, amplify fresh, engaging voices with practical strategies to create transformative change. Learn more in our show notes. What are the hesitations that people typically have with doing uh, video in their classroom and recording themselves teaching. Sure. So, I mean, I think we first need to recognize and remind ourselves, even before I answer this question, okay, that if we were all to, you know, reach into our pockets or our pocketbooks, we would probably find a 4K high definition right. video camera that with a push of a button could be recording. The reality is, is we live in a world with video cameras. So it is no surprise to any adult who is in the role of an educator today that we might be recording things in an educational context. What's been missing is the right tool sets to utilize video in a safe and secure way for professional learning purposes. So, I mean, I think, you know, the other piece here is not many people wake up in the morning having never recorded themselves and suddenly like, I had a dream last night. I, I really yeah. want to be on video because I think I look so much better on yeah. video. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lead you down a path that's not true here. Yeah. The reality is is look, you've got to set up the situation so people understand that the video is for professional learning and not for evaluation, so that they can feel safe and secure with the process and build comfort with the technology. And I think it's that last piece that sometimes can get overlooked because sometimes resistance, whether it's recording yourself or using the new you know, whiz-bang tech system, right? People don't want to fail at a technology thing and look and feel stupid. Yeah. So we think it's really important that educators have a way to practice the process in a low-stakes, easy-to-master uh, environment. And so that's actually our recommended strategy in the book, the number one strategy in the book. And the number one thing I recommend to folks, I say, do a classroom tour. 
The reason this is so powerful is, first of all, you've turned the camera around away from yourself. You can practice the technology process of recording in your classroom and getting the video online. And yet, this is a valuable learning experience for the teacher to be able to articulate why the room is set up a certain way, how the physical space drives and impacts learning. And it also shares some of that set up with somebody who Mm -hmm. may or may not be able to visit in person when they are watching a video of your classroom. And that insight into how your classroom is set up can be really helpful because if if you're looking at the reading corner and you don't know what the math center looks like, you're at a disadvantage. Uh, But if you do have that context or the ability to see that context in a one or two minute virtual visit, it's high value uh, for that observer. And it's valuable for the teacher to, to work on articulating why is the space set up the way it is? Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the ways you can get teachers over that hurdle. Uh, and I think the other big thing that I recommend to uh, really kind of disarm the idea of a video is make sure it's the thing that we are doing to get better. And so by we, that means in a building, the school leader can record himself or herself leading staff development and making it very clear that that's happening and stating the reason I'm doing that is I want to watch myself and get better. If you have instructional coaches, have the coaches record a coaching conversation so they can reflect on how the coaching conversations are going, right? Make sure it's just the thing that educators do to get better. Because once it's the normal everyday behavior and no big deal, and you just kind of get a video when things are going right, or when maybe they're not going right, then suddenly you've crossed that kind of like hurdle that you were talking to me about, you know? Yeah. So why is it so important for it to not be focused on evaluation? Why do you make that specific point? Yeah. So I think maybe I have a, a simplistic reason. Okay. We'll take simple. And, and, like a, and like a more complex reason, right? So the simplistic reason is evaluation is really thorny. Mm-hmm. And if you're capturing... Evaluation is a legally defensible process, right? Right. <laughs> I don't think we need to be expecting teachers to capture a video of their classroom that is so perfect and so comprehensive that it is a legally defensible representation of their classroom. I think that's an, that's unrealistic. And that's it's just not fair. Uh, it's not to say that, I mean, there are research studies out there about using videos for evaluation, right? Like that's, it's neither here nor there if it could be used for that. I just don't advocate that as the primary purpose. Now, mm-hmm. interestingly, though, we do see a lot of folks, uh, one district comes to mind in particular, where they have utilized Athena for peer observations, and then they turn in a PDF of the comments transcript to serve as a replacement for an official evaluation in the evaluation process, right? So that oh. they turn it around there because they keep That's the teachers good. in the driver's seat of that process. The real reason I think that the E word is one to stay away from, right? Is that, you know, it kind of goes back to your other question. Like, how do you make people feel like they want to do this? Well, teachers have to feel safe and secure, right? They have to feel like if they do record themselves when they are needing to get better at something, that that's that the act of recording it isn't going to be held against them, right? You have to make it okay to ask for help. And we want our schools to be places where it's an okay to ask for help. Unfortunately, the realities of the evaluation process, no matter how we paint it or dress it up, just the way it's structured in our education system, that's not what our evaluation processes do, even in the most optimistic versions of evaluation, right? And so I think that's where I describe it as kind of like a a separate 
tool set where the data can be plucked by a teacher, give them that power and that control, but the teachers can take data from their Edthena video reflection process and push it into their evaluation process if they would like. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really powerful about that is this idea that the the teacher is in the driver's seat. And, and ultimately, this is what's so fascinating. They are the ones who are responsible for getting better. And too often, principals take that on themselves and say, it's my job to make you a better teacher. And honestly, it's not. It's the teacher's job to be a professional and do the best that they can. And the principal's job is to support them in that and help them get there. And sometimes that means that you need to have a difficult conversation and you need to call them out when they're doing something that's unprofessional, but it's not on the principal to do that. So I was talking with a a principal last week who had a teacher who did poorly on the evaluation and needs to be on a plan of improvement. And, and the, the plan was for the principal to do a ton of work for that person to be successful. And that's, that's not the right way to do it because the teacher needs to be in the driver's seat. And the principal was the one who was putting in the extra time and the extra effort with that teacher when that's not really what we want to, we want them to do. We want them to have ownership and be in the driver's seat. And I think that this approach is a good way to do that. So the final question that I ask in the interview is what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative leader like you? We got to pause and give me a second to think about an answer for that. Yeah, one. no problem. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that was coming. <laughs> and bam, there you go. Uh, okay. Are we still going? Yeah, just go. Either we'll edit that out or it'll stay in and people will know that it takes time to think about something. That's true. Powerful. It's true. That's okay. Yeah. You can leave it in if you That's... really want. It wasn't that long. <laughs> the one thing I think that a school leader could do this week is they could talk about how they are working to be better as an educator in front of their teachers. Mm -hmm. The idea of improvement needs to be for everyone. And the sooner that the leaders can say, I am a person, I am not perfect, I have room to grow just like you, it humanizes them and it makes their leadership one of being a thought partner rather than being that enforcer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, that's great advice. How can people connect with you and learn more about you and what you're doing? Sure thing. Uh, you can find out more about Edthena at www.edthena.com. And you can find out more about the book, Evidence of Practice at evidenceofpractice.com or uh, from your favorite online retailer for books. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Adam, for being part of Transformative Principle. My pleasure. Thanks so much. Uh, Once again, this was Transformative Principle, episode 326. And you can get the links to what we talked about at transformativeprinciple.org slash episode 326. Thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful week. Thank you to our valued partner, John Cat Educational. If you are a leader looking to make transformative change, By providing yourself and your teachers with professional development that is research-based and rigorous, yet easy to digest and full of practical strategies, check out the latest publications from John Catt. Visit us.johncattbookshop.com to find information or learn more in our show notes. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. 
Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com slash BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.